I'll react if I had to Put some things in the past too And don't let them distract you But react if you have to I'll react if I had to Put some things in the past too And don't let them distract you But react if you have to React if you have to Don't know the time What's up, guys? Pond Off Synonymous, episode 31. 31? 31. Well, here we are. Which way to the beach? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> are you guys heading out soon? Um, we have decided to, to pick a weekend in, in Table Rock. So oh, nice. Yeah, so you'll get the nice, nice lake. We're heading, heading down there soon if things... Um, but yeah, it's yeah. nothing's a hundred percent right. So that's right. the goal. I've had, I've had a t- twenty twenty forty eight hours, where, I mean, and and allow me to, to bitch about the little things in life because yeah. that because that's so fucking becoming right. Um, <laughs> like, let's see, what are the. The little things. So Charlie's lost every fucking phone charger in the house. We'll start there. Um, we uh, Ashley is um, not feeling well, but it's not. It I can tell you, it's not COVID. Um, we had a internet issue uh, with the tvs that we had to do a bunch of rebooting and that was a pain in my ass so um and the list goes on uh while people are are struggling with making earning money and and life and death stuff i'm bitching about little bullshit so i'm gonna get off of that fucking perspective horse and how are you doing i couldn't be better man and and i'll tell you why because last week i got off facebook and being off Facebook has been a game changer because I don't get in, uh, as my wife said, I'm not tempted to get into Facebook arguments with 85-year-old uh, Trump mm-hmm. supporters <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and uh, and vice versa. My friends who are more conservative are not tempted to get into fights with me. Um, so I'm just on you know Instagram, living my best life, taking pictures of my food and my uh, <laughs> beer. Sorry, I probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, y- <laughs> For our you listeners. Know what? But I like, you know, I like to have a modello here and there. So, uh, yeah, it's been I, great getting off of Facebook. I, I appreciate that. And there's, there's becoming data to that because I've heard it a bunch of times, uh, enough times that there's, there's probably enough uh, examples of this. That you that people can, can do some kind of fucking study on it because that one person has said I got off Facebook and regretted <laughs> regretted it. Yeah, I would have to agree with that. I've never heard anybody say that. So, and what I've I used to engage. Probably I stopped for the most part in uh, I would say 2016 
Uh, well, I would say 2017 because the election was, you know, it, uh, 20 November of 2016. So right. the and and I think that's a accurate. It's it's whether what side you're on, you're you're able to trace back to that election being when the bottom really probably fell out and yeah for sure people just you know watch videos that it reinforce their narrative it's because we all live in this in a, the bubble that we want where everything's trying to reinforce the views you have and that's at least on the internet and then we post that and then we argue and it it time fucking sucks you man and yeah, it, for sure. You go to bed thinking about the argument you've in, and if it's over or not, and then you wake up and there's notifications, and you're like, it, it, I, I, I feel you, bro. I feel you, dude. And, it's one hundred percent true. I'm so glad to. That's exactly what happened. Is it somebody that I knew from my past that I love and respect? We had a, a weird run in that shouldn't have happened, and, um, so I'm like, I gotta, I gotta go. I can't. <laughs> I was going to, I was just, it was giving me anxiety. It was over the top actually. So it feels a lot, it feels a lot better. Good on you, man. I mean, the, and if you ever return, I, I gotta just what, here's what's happened. Here's what, here's how I can tolerate. I thought you're about to tell me what was going on on Facebook, like what I'm missing. No, no. <laughs> I'm just telling you how to, how to operate it and where it doesn't suck your day is. I I just stick to comedy, and well, and comedy is hard. Hashtag right. Um, <laughs> for me, especially, people are probably like, "You're not even funny." Um, sports, family, um, and not even. I mean, I don't really. And then the podcast stuff and, and trying to to be kind. I am, uh, and then listen to me talking about being kind. But it's a real thing. Uh, I'm not trying to fucking sound like Alan here, but. Um, <laughs> It is a real thing. In fact, I don't know if I told this story that when Ashley and I first got, well, I should say when I grew, you know, let my balls drop enough to where I had to to, to ask her out. um, And she said, she said, yes, I still don't know (laughs) what the fuck she was thinking. But we, we went out and I, and on the first date we talked about it. Actually, it was a, First date, I took her to Fridays, obviously. Uh, yeah, where else would OBV. you go? OBV. If she can so make it past uh, a date with Chris Pondoff at Fridays, she's probably good to go. <laughs> that. So God, uh, God bless. So Kathy, who uh, Winkleman, who used to run the tavern, uh, passed away earlier, right at the beginning of COVID. I remember distinctly. We talked about it on the podcast. She was a, just a dear friend. Um, uh, aunt figure to me, you know, mother figure, uh, matriarchal, uh, fired me about five or six times from the tavern for, <laughs> you know, getting naked on the bar, doing something like that. Um, but then they couldn't find somebody to cover my shift. So she'd call me and be like, okay, we need you to come in. <laughs> but she, she saw Ashley that she was at the, the, the bar that first night and she went up to Ashley and she like, she gave her this, this look like up and down. Like, I mean, really awkwardly looked at her for about five to ten seconds and then said, what the fuck are you doing with Pondoff? You don't look like a fucking stripper. And I quote. (laughs) Wow. Uh, And I quote. 
Oh my gosh, I can't wait to hear how the what the reaction Ashley, was. Ashley to this day to this day loves that and and her and Kathy just completely hit it off. After That's awesome. That, uh, Kathy uh had seen some of the <clears throat> some of the some of the girls I I would run around with um in a different life and uh I I don't think there's a better compliment uh, that Ashley could have gotten from Fridays that night that right. she didn't doesn't look like a st- fucking stripper. You remember that nineties? Uh, remember that nineties uh, country song? I like my women just a little on the trashy side. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, that was my wake up in the morning song. Um, so so Ashley on the second date, I took her to Olive and Oak. Okay, I really go. Yeah, just a just a you know different little bit different vibe than Friday. Um, not much food quality is about you know you get a Friday's pie or uh, it's just you know they they right. they serve different markets and um and Ashley and I uh, had that conversation because we we bet both we both blah, 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 we both met at church both came to and found the church it. it it's crazy, and it's a story that nobody gives a fuck about, but, um, excuse me, it's the way we f- we both have different, such different paths to to the gathering and to that church, but we've, I think, found it for the same reason, because we both needed what we needed, and it was, for me, life and death, um, and not being dramatic. I mean, it was really... I had known of the church, but not, you know, dove in head first and just surrendered. And it was a life and death for me. I know it was. Uh, I I bet Ashley could argue it was it was it was as important um, or as critical for her to be to find the church that that cared, she that loved and included. She. um she went to Pepperdine, and it, I think Pepperdine's a, a big Church of Christ school. I don't know the, the church history or the different yeah. fucking denominations. You know, it's Team Jesus, rah, 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 for me, right? But right. Um, uh, from some—I I believe her ch- that, that denomination was—I was, mean, I don't think there's any other way to put it, but anti-gay, right? Yeah. yeah, there's two different kinds. Like, there's Church of Christ and United Church of Christ. United Church of Christ is typically pro-gay. All right. So it was the uh, like there was because she also worked for Pepperdine, right? And it it was a it was enough for her to to chase a to to leave. I mean, a, let me tell you something about Pepperdine. Got you know, have you ever seen this fucking place? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay, think. All right, it's in fucking Malibu. Let's start there. It overlooks <laughs> yeah. the Pacific Ocean. I mean, literally, the address is Pacific Coast Highway, which runs parallel to the Pacific Ocean. It's. I, I bet they rate it the most beautiful campus in the country. Um, so I've she I've gone there twice to we've driven around campus and seen some things when we've been in town, and I'm like, holy shit! No wonder why you don't have any fucking money. <laughs> I'm looking at pictures right now. So much for uh, so much for for, you know, after we after we said the I do's, Ashley being like, oh, by the way, I got a lot of money in the bank. Nope. <laughs> uh, I, I I almost did. Nope. 
Pepperdine has a lot of fucking money in the bank. Yeah. Let me tell you that. Um, and I hope I'm not crossing any. Uh, <laughs> she, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm worried about. This is what's funny. This is how stupid I am. I'm worried about crossing a line with Ashley by by talking about the college she went to, not <laughs> about the fucking sh- yeah, not about the strippers that I used to fucking Here, bang with a bunch pep- of coke. There's Pepperdine. Yeah, see if Google people, Pepperdine. That's uh-huh. beautiful right there. So yeah. she went to school there, graduated, and she worked there for like, you know, half a decade or a decade. You know, she's a young girl, so uh, see. Yeah. <laughs> so it wasn't that long ago, but she right. so she she left and chased a call to to. To social to be a social worker, to to help the people that it's like clear as fucking day in 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 the gospel that or the what the 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 book that that's what Jesus, you know, fucking fought for the most. So I mean that's not even a hard argued point. For some reason, people I guess too try to argue it, but that's a. I mean that's like I don't I I can't I'm not Bible literate at all. Okay, sorry Matt I. <laughs> I, 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 but I know I can read the, the ands and the thes, right? And the parts that I can, um, decipher, uh, are the parts that, that Jesus gave a fuck about the poor people, right? And the homeless and the marginalized. So, so she left this, uh, that campus you just showed a picture of to drive all the way out to fucking St. Louis, Missouri to go and, and get another degree, um, her master's in, uh, social work and, and through some personal shit she was going through that was uh, pretty real heavy. She, she found a church and, 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 and we found each other. So to, to kind of get to where I was going, um, all, you know, if you even remember 10 minutes ago, I was talking about being kind. We, we were at Olive and Oak on that second date, and we said, what if, and, and I kid about dropping, you know, having the balls to ask her out. I didn't for so long because I didn't want to shit where I eat, man. Right. I don't, um, I never, uh, I, I, I never really in, in school dated a, a girl that was like very seriously, at least in, in a, in my social network because you, you, you break up and then it's all fucked up, right? Some of my friends are different. Some of the, I mean, <clears throat> some of the, yeah, I could tell some stories, but I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> um, but, uh, um, so, so I, I mean, this was amplified at, at church when it was as important to me as it was that the last fucking thing in the world I needed to do was have a relationship that eventually had an end date. And then what the fuck, right? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I get that it's possible. The church has multiple sites, and and that would probably be, be the route. If but, we talked about that on that second date, and how important, not just the church was, but that that actual Clayton that site that we went to, right? And what it meant to us each. Um, and she said, she said, here's the deal, because this is the second date, right? Um, even though I knew. Because when when I asked her out, I knew this wasn't going to be a girl that <clears throat> that I met at a bar that you just kind of close the book on the relationship, and whoever gets hurt, they'll figure it out and wish them the best and walk off. Like this, I knew this was not going to be that type of relationship. Um, 
and I wasn't going to waste her time with something exploratory. Um, but we said, she said, she said the wise one of the group here of two, <laughs> she said, no matter what happens, we need to, well, let's promise to be kind to one another. Yeah. And I know it sounds fucking simple, right? But to it's this not, day, yeah. I remember that. It, and for some reason, it's not simple for people. Yeah, for sure. And I think it, I dove in even further with her and I hold that to this day and I pledged and promised and we've done it, promised to each other that even when we're fighting, um, that's the, the ultimate go home, go back to, are are we fighting? Are we still being kind? And, and we, and it's a lot of work because it is hard sometimes, um, especially for an asshole like me. Right. Um, oh, yeah. You know, I feel me, you, me, me, me being kind. I'm not a liberal. I mean, aren't liberals aren't liberals the kind motherfuckers? We're the only ones that are able to be kind. <laughs> right. So well, the I, more kind uh, you're getting, the more liberal, liberal you're getting. <laughs> see, that's what people try to say. So, so I'm, I hold on to that man, and um, and that is uh, that's that's a that's a big fucking deal, and it's been easier to do sober. Okay. And it ties into what you said about getting off Facebook because I try my hardest to, I will make some smart ass jokes, but I try to get back to that. Um, the only time that I slip on Facebook is when I see somebody trying to cyber fucking bully a friend of mine. And then I'm like, get the fuck Uh, out of here. Right. I think it happened online where somebody was trying to be a fucking uh, internet tough guy to, it might've been Evie. Um, Oh yeah, yeah. On like a fucking review of the church, so I was not very kind to him, and and, and that's where I fail. You know, but he's perfect. I, but I definitely remember seeing that. <laughs> it's uh, it's something that that I have to. I don't know. I I wish I wish I would have kept it. <laughs> I think I did a screenshot of that. <laughs> that's great. I I think there's been times where some people that like try to come after Miofsky and. I get a little uh, defensive, you know, of my man, and <laughs> he's uh, and 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 then I, I see the other. There was a somebody was really going after an old friend of mine um, around the Fourth of July, and uh, I kind of I got into it. Didn't get into it. I just dropped kind of a pipe bomb and and said, you know, just called a cyber. This person was trying to fucking be a cyber bully, and I fucking hate that. And it just drove me nuts. But it's still probably not. Um, that's not good because for those those five minutes of doing that, I get that same feeling you're talking about, and then I withdraw. And and I, I so I know exactly what you mean. And if it weren't really weren't for the podcast, I I don't know if I would be too on it too much um but i do i do love i i like to every day i wish whoever a happy birthday <clears throat> i i facebook birthdays are, are are a pretty cool thing um you know i'm not a I'm, i don't think it makes me sound like a pussy to say that so well uh, usually on the facebook birthdays you always uh take that <laughs> time to send a uh 
meme that someone might not be too happy about. <laughs> That's I'm just trying to be kind. You're you're referencing the the, the Trump birthday ones on yes. to my liberal friends, right? Yeah, I get it. But you know, they get me back. Like the other day, I think my last birthday. Um, you know, Matt Fulmer's wife, Ricky, who uh, there's no confusing where she which side of the aisle she's on. And uh, she got me back with like this great um, Obama meme. And it, she's like, it was, uh, it, and I respect that. I I like, I, I do respect that. So if you you can dish it out and take it, is that what uh you're saying? (laughs) Uh, Most, my family might say that I can't take it that well, but, um, but I appreciate, uh, I appreciate good art and it was, uh, it was well done. So, uh, I tip my cap, Ricky. Nice. Speaking of kindness, did you catch? I never watched this show, but I saw it this week. The "What Would You Do" episode. Absolutely, yeah. It's been a, it was appointment and, television for us. And that dude uh, from Olive and Oak, or is affiliated somehow with Olive and Oak, uh, was on there. Yeah. So Sh- Chef Mike, Mikey, Mike Risk, he is just got married to the executive chef of Olive and Oak, but Mike's the executive chef of Clover. Oh, nice. And. And he's uh, heading up this, uh, what they're doing with the old space. Um, it's going to be a, a, a pizzeria, so we're going to be oh, slinging cool. some pretty good fucking pies out of there. That's awesome. He, you know what? He is, him and Jesse both, they are they are two, uh, two of my favorite human beings in the world. There is There there aren't uh, replicas of them ever in this on this planet, and uh, they're... They're beautiful fucking people, man, yeah. and 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 Mike's a great guy, and that was yeah appointment television, and I've yeah. never really heard of the show. Um, yeah, it's kind of cool, but it's on ABC, man. Like that's a big fucking deal. That's national television, yeah. and and Mikey fucking he 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 uh, he Mike dropped that fucking shit. Pardon my French. Yeah, for those of you who didn't get to see it, the scenario was, uh, you know, if you've ever seen the show, they basically show up in public places and see how people react. And this one, the scenario was um, a girl was applying for a job at a coffee shop. She had been through the um, the foster care system. She was at the end of it. She had aged out of it. She didn't have an address yet, and she was trying to apply for the job, and you have to have an address. And the woman who owned the coffee shop, they're all, both actresses, and she says, you know, we can't give you a job without an address, blah, blah, blah. Can you believe this? And basically the onlookers could respond and – Mike, is that what he said? Mike is his name? Yeah. Um, Call was, Mikey. He was just like, hey, I can get you a job. I mean, he just flat out, I can get you a job. And if you know anything about here, us here on the podcast, you know that the foster care system is near and dear to the hearts here. So <laughs> it was pretty cool to see that scenario played out. Did you know, Chris, before? I had no show? idea. I knew. So when he posted it, I I didn't know because it, was, it happened pre-COVID. Oh, yeah, for sure, right. And um, they av- they even flashed that across the screen because nobody was wearing masks. It's that's going to be a whole thing when, <laughs> yeah. when on the other side of this pandemic. Please hurry uh, of how like Hollywood or, or shows handle shit like that. But right. but he he or I didn't know, and then I didn't know the details until that day. Um, that it was going to be him sticking up for uh for sticking up for a foster. A, a foster child yeah and you want to talk about like i mean 
I like I like put my hands up to my heart like oh like a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is fucking great, man. I mean, next time you oh, see I, that yeah. guy, give him a big hug. <laughs> oh, he's gonna get one. You know, maybe give him a reach around. I'm just kidding. I um, <laughs> I uh, I love the guy. I I, I you know what? I, we should have him on. I, Mark wants to come on. Uh, my cousin who owns the restaurants. Um, yeah. And and and, and talking and bringing Mark up. It's kind of what I wanted to talk about today. As we talked about Ashley is, is some of my uh some of my college shit um but but i'd love to have mike on mike's seen some shit in his day so uh yeah. he also owns uh the mac um i don't know if you knew that on, uh-uh. in south city nope didn't know and, that. and yeah so so he's seen some shit and, and he would be a great guest uh to have on so we'll have to we'll add him to the list today um just so I I leave I left today open so it's either going to be just Jeff and I or we're going to have a guest. I'm I'm back and forth and with a with a with a pretty cool fucking guest here yep. and I'm not going to say who. And he's just busier than a than a one arm paper hanger and he wants to. Um, <laughs> but oh, can I say that? Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> the, he um, he's a busy man and uh, he he runs a mile a minute and, and he's. So we're trying to pin him down. So I'm, and I want to try to be respectful of his schedule. You know, he's our guest, and we want to treat him as such. And like a guest in your home, it's convenient for you. We'll make it happen. Um, and today didn't work out, but no worries. When we have him, you guys are gonna you're gonna fucking love it. And it's appropriate because today, um, today's the day, baby. Today's uh, playoff hockey starting today, all day long. <laughs> it's a little and hint. After- a- Ashley thinks I'm going to be hanging with her and Charlie. Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> uh, as soon as I get off this podcast, uh, it's going to be, uh, as Badger Bob Johnson used to always say, it's a great day for hockey. <laughs> um, so so that's why we're we're here today, uh, just Jeff and I, and, and those are sometimes the most fun podcasts. I, I love this shit, but yeah. – um, I know I got to get to a topic and, and, and talk about it. So I said, you know what? This hit me last night when our star uh, basketball player at, at the University of Illinois, ILL, uh, where I went, decided he was at the, he was supposed to enter the NBA draft. He had declared, and then he just withdrew. So Io DeSumo is coming back, baby, coming back, coming back. And um, I saw that on Twitter. You know who's going to be following him is Kofi Kingston, the big man, the big man. <laughs> So um, I don't know if they'll ever play the sport again, but we'll be a great fucking team on the next video game that comes out. That's for fucking sure. Final four, <laughs> motherfuckers. And 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 with all that, it just I, I get in the feels like a kid for the. You know, I've been pulling, you know, been a rabid ass Illini fan my whole life. I went to school there. I um, I, I lived in Champaign. I still get to work in Champaign. I. Um, had a, a couple flings with a couple townies in Champagne. I'm just kidding. That's not true. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. But yeah. Anyway, uh, so I want to talk about my fucking college experience a little bit. I want to talk about your college experience sure. a little bit. Um, there's some gaps that I can't fill today, uh, unfortunately. Just just putting it out there um, that that maybe one day I can give the full story to, but um, maybe save that for a book or something. Uh, I got to wait for my mother to die. God, and I hope that's not for a very long time. Right. Very long from now, when books are just downloaded into our brain. Rags, yes, <laughs> that'd be great because I don't read shit. I do feel bad about this, and this is probably why I'm about I'm about twenty twenty hours short of my 
I'd agree. Um, books. People give me books. Doing this podcast, I've had books gifted to me, and I fucking, I just don't, I, it's it's a weakness. I don't read, man. I, I just don't sit down and read a book. or Need, need like um, the audio book given to you. I don't knit. I don't read. I don't sit in a chair and, and um, enjoy a nice uh, Danielle Steele. I just I can't do it. <laughs> I wish I could read. There's been three books I think I have read and enjoyed, and... Um, Oh, uh, they want they've not one of them was dirty. It was about these uh, two Dominican girls, but I can't say any more than that. Um, <laughs> I I put put that fucker down, uh, and 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 it had pictures. Uh, but <laughs> the other two uh, was To Kill a Mockingbird, right? Who, Great book. I, I read that, but that was you know a forceful. It was the only book in high school that I read. Because I had to, but I didn't like dread. Oh, I gotta fucking cheat. I gotta. It's a great skip, book. Read every other page, you know, to get through it. Uh, yeah. So it, it it's funny how it, people, so many people have read it, love it, cry to it, watch the movies and cry, and and where where, where we're at today. Yeah. Like I, I that that drives me fucking. It, it just makes me think, like, what the fuck. Yeah. For but sure. yeah, but I mean, as it does many people, but. Um, the th- the other book was uh, I, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be honest. It was the autobiography of Dominique Mociano. Um, when I was, <laughs> dude, when we were kids, she was Jeff. I was coming. I I mean, I was I was always I I was I I, mean, I was a horny kid when I was <laughs> little. I mean, Tom talking pre puberty. I was yeah. I was a horny kid. I I don't know what it was. I uh, <laughs> maybe. Got, uh, I mean, I was checking out Cinemax when uh, we pre-puberty. I was in love with a girl. The um, scrambled channels. Do you remember that? <laughs> uh, Jeff, we just had it. My old man. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I didn't have to. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> but I, I like, I was in love with a like, girl in third grade. Um the last episode, I, I talked about that she might have had to have something to do with that candy cane knife um, <laughs> that I we talked about last episode. In my defense, I was fucking my eggs were scrambled. My you know my fucking brain was fucked up. Um, but you know, uh, at fourth grade, I was in love with a different girl, um, and I would chase. She was in seventh grade, and I would. She was a cheerleader for a basketball team, and I would watch every basketball game like a little creeper fucking stalker that I was. <laughs> so I was always like, I, I was always a horny fucking kid, man. And um, so when it, when when you when you're in sixth grade, it's when uh, all bets are off. It's over. You you just can't. Con- that's when your life is over. When because for I think well at least for me uh, personally, I when. When I, you know, I was a confused horny kid before sixth grade. In sixth grade, I realized this is going to control to control me for the rest of my life. This, this, um, this, 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 this drive of mine, and and it sure has. So, um, but that's when I think I was in sixth grade when that when that Olympic team was uh, doing what they're doing, and and who didn't um, fall in love with one or all of those fucking girls? Oh yeah, uh, for sure. And they're but yeah, so I read her autobiography um, and didn't put it down, uh, and, and those are the three books I, I've read. So 
Um, so yeah, I'm not. I'm not just much of a. I, I just can't do it. It's and I'm not making fun of those who do read books, um, but I kind of am because my brother-in-law reads a lot of books, and I always fucking give him shit. <laughs> Tell him I said that. Um, I will. He reads a lot of books. Oh yeah, he's a big fucking bookworm, man. I make fun of him constantly about it, but you wouldn't yeah, know he, that from talking to him. <laughs> that's a good point. I like it. Yes, nice. Just kidding, Jeff. <laughs> yeah, his name's. Uh, we call. You mean Cliff? Cliff. You call. Uh, why do you call him Cliff? Uh, whatever. Different I'll tell. Let's. I don't know. I'm gonna tell that story. My, my grandmother, God bless her soul, was, was like, I mean, just on the downward hill from of dementia when when Sarah started bringing this prick around and, um, <laughs> and, and, and I mean, she didn't, she wasn't in a position to meet new people. Let me tell you that. So some, some fucking reason she would always call him cliff and her like, you know, talk about eggs being scrambled and her brain just being pretty much mush, um, at the point. And she would always, and Sarah would be like, his name's grandma. It's Jeff. It's Jeff. And she just, <laughs> it was cliff. And so ever since then, me and my old man would call him Cliff. <laughs> so it's, uh, and it's stuck. He, you know, when I say Cliff, he answers. So, I have to remember that. Cliff is, that's so funny. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and I know one of, I'm real close friends with another Cliff and they're nothing alike. So, um, it <laughs> makes it even, even funnier. Um, but just, just thinking about some of my, my college experience and, and, with alcohol and and blow and whatever name that whatever else, um, and one thing I noticed about at a very early, I would say maybe before I even got to to Champaign, where U of I is at, Champaign, Illinois. Um, there's something about the town that we grew up in and uh, in, in Belleville that you. When you get to college, you realize that not every town's like that. Not not everybody grew up the way we did. Um, going to bars and our, our high schools, we I mean, I thought everybody did what we were doing, and maybe that wasn't a hundred percent the case because we hit it. Every high school probably has their their like you. I think you've mentioned before you guys go out in the field and get fucked up and drink beer, right? Oh yeah, that was the big thing was the cornfield and field pasture parties and things like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> in the small town, sure. And and I don't know if and maybe it wasn't everybody. Yeah, not everybody. This doesn't apply to all, right? Um, nothing does. And right. but there was a thing about we'd go to school. I would go up to Champaign before I was like I was a junior and senior in high school, and I'd go up to Champaign and I'd go out and party and. I'd see these like freshmen and sophomores in college having a real hard time with uh, with the the consumption ratio. And then you're that age, you think people are pussies. Yeah, right. What's up? You're a pussy. I'm a high schooler. I'm out drinking you. <laughs> well, right, and you and you kind of get that fucking machismo going on. But then you're like, at some point, it hit me. I'm like, man, these guys just didn't don't do it like we do at, at home and it, and it became a badge of honor um oh we're you know from Belleville but and which I love that part I love I I do lean into that um still to this day uh, in a in a funny non-serious way but on a serious side man it's a little problematic because we would go to school and I say go to school to to college 
and these motherfuckers are friends we'd meet we met and I'm still um real close with the group of of guys I've met sh- in Champaign whether they were students or fucking townies like I said um because I hung out with <laughs> and I'll get there these these guys would want to come to Belleville for their spring breaks not fucking Cancun or where you know name that beach Panama right. whatever the fuck they would want to come to Belleville. They did they I'm sure they've they've been to the Cancun thing. They've done that thing, but it it would it it was out of this world. A lot of uh, you know a lot of them are sh- you know the, the majority of I'm trying to uh, the college friends I had are Chicago suburbs kids. There's a and that's not all, right? Yeah. But they it's just a lot of them though. You're right. I know what you mean. Well, and that's the thing like in in college when at you well what i in my experience jeff what i noticed and i want to hear about yours um they say look left look right blah blah, blah you're not going to be there too you ain't gonna be here um i didn't get into you if i right away i i i started taking my pursuit of college semi-serious my junior year in high school and it was because i visited my cousin mark um in, in champagne he was a it would go and stay with him and you know he'd take me to church in the morning we'd go to the library and i'd watch him study things yeah, like that doing, right yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah and uh and i i realized how much fun it was to to study in these beautiful libraries that was underground and um and how great the church service was that i was like all right i want to go to this college to okay um so i started taking my academics seriously and uh and by the time I graduated, I'd gotten my shit up, but it wasn't good enough to get into U of I off the bat. So what I did is moved to Champaign, uh, graduated a semester early, moved to Champaign, thanks mom and dad, and with the caveat that I would work and and be get established residency in Champaign County. So here's the here's the thing: I went to Parkland, which is a junior college, like yeah. uh, which is a kind of a feeder junior college into. It's really nice, but it's feeder into U of I. And they, uh, there's a lot of kids that go there that don't get to U of I, and their parents pay the tuition at the school, which was, at the time, like two fifty to three hundred dollars a credit hour. Right? Uh, I'm sure things have changed, but in comparison, by by working, showing that you worked forty hours a week, and as and, and after. Um, getting a champagne address and working you can get it you get residency established through the dmv have your license changed all that and they may have shored this up it was kind of a system thing but by being established residency as a champagne county resident you could go to parkland for 50 bucks a credit hour which is a the fucking adds up right it's a huge deal yeah so one i think that's why parkland's so nice is because they were getting i mean 350 a credit hour is a, a uh, back then, a college tuition at at some state's four year university. Yeah, for sure. So they're getting a lot of Chicago money and a ton. What in hindsight, what I loved about Parkland the most is it was actual professors from from U of I that wanted some side hustle. They would teach classes of twenty five people. Um, so I was I had more professors at U of I at teach me at Parkland than I did. When I when I got into U of I, 
<laughs> I, it was all teachers. It was all TAs, teachers wow. assistant. Yeah, for sure. Which is crazy. And yeah. um, and then I, I really was, was doing good and on an upward. And then I'll never forget the day that I got the acceptance letter into U of I. It was right when I turned 21. Um, big deal. It's still hard to talk about because it meant so much to my old man and my mom. And then. And then I didn't finish, and and for for a variety of reasons, and some of them I really can't talk about right now. Um, you guys are like, what do you mean? You're vulnerable, transparent. You say all this shit on the on the radio or whatever the fuck this is called. Uh, there's more, unfortunately, and I I I have to exercise some caution and some wisdom on on um on some things, and it's not because of me. It's because of others. So. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there and, and and one day I I might be able to things could be different. Who knows? But uh, there were reasons, not just that I was a fucking drug addict, alcoholic that dropped out of school. There was, it was my quote unquote senior year. I'm about twenty hours short, and I left for some. I regret, obviously, regret leaving every day of my life. I think about it. Yeah, I mean, I I'm staring at my eyeliner coffee mug. I mean, I'm I got um, actually I do have. You know, it's all business up top, uh, party down low, right? I, I, because it's on Zoom. I I have my nice black collared shirt on, but I am in my orange Illini mesh gym shorts yes. underneath it. Nice. Um, so I'd stand up to prove it to you, but um, I, I think it would be just a crotch shot, and uh, <laughs> and you ladies have to pay for that, right? Um, so uh, Can't put that on Facebook. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't approve the uh, the boost uh, ad that they. I, we can't ever do because you have to be like PG Speaky for them to clean. let you do an ad. Uh huh. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they'll have to can't advertise on Facebook. But um, when I, I mean, it, when we got to U of I, like, well, I said, I just said, like, I hate that. I, I was going to drive home the point that things were different. But before I do, um, well, see, that's. I, Anyway, uh, the point I'm trying to make is when we were at, in Champagne and 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 partying, right? It was a we the, the you find your herd, right? And I was uh, I hung out with a lot of uh, a lot of my friends were members of a fraternity. I was I was not. I probably would have been legacied in because Mark, but. Um, he was in that this particular fraternity, but I was at Parkland, and I was like, you know, I don't, I'm not. Uh, I wanted to be at first, and then I was like, nah, I'm cool not being it because it there was some things about it that was like, dude, I got my life, my lifelong fucking brother family is the kids I did do life with in high school, and and that's a lot of people meet their their best friends and best relationships in college, and, and I think we. Reverse, and I think that has something to do with the town we grew up in and the way that we we did life together. With through some, uh, when you live a high risk behavior with with people, you you not everybody survives it, uh, but it you there is a there is a, a some truth to you share things with each other um, that are deep shit like. A lot of things that the stereotypical guys don't talk about unless they're fucking wasted and and did a couple key bumps. Um, 
and you develop a, a closeness with one another and 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 hence my you know people make fun of it and i knew it was a self-deprecating thing to have so many people in my wedding but but i love each and every one of those motherfuckers and uh and i did life with those fucking guys and um and you go we, when I the time I got to Champagne, I that I had that already. I didn't need a, a fraternity to meet my future best friends, right? And um, hats right. off to to the, the. It's not against anyone that did it because they didn't live. The, it was the first experience in my life that I realized that oh, there's a world out there that's different than mine, right? You, you and I just think that's a teenager's mindset. That right. the way you're living is the only way, and the way you do things is the only way, and there isn't this, there is nowhere outside of the bubble you live in. Yeah. And as you start to, and that starts to change when you go to college, and that's how it changed for me is that. Um, and listen, this is the point of this whole fucking topic I'm bringing up. I'm not saying I did it right. I did it wrong. I'm the recovering fucking alcoholic that had to go to rehab. Um, that all that that was lost it all at rock fucking bottom, um, and and all I mean, literally almost, I mean everything but my life, um, money, you know, father, um, relationships, uh, dignity, respect that had um, potentially earned and and had a little bit of equity built up, gone, fucking gone. So I did. I'm not saying I did it right. You know, all these fucking guys that did it their way are all got fucking lawyers and high, high, you know, income fucking financial jerk offs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sorry, those are my friends. But still, like, yeah, I, I didn't do it right. right. I'm not saying I did it right by getting as fucked up as we did in high school. But we we lived, and and and, and when I mean that, like everybody party, like you said, pastor parties. Uh, uh, yeah, you said, or did you say pastor parties? Like you went and hung out with your church? No, pastor. Pastor, got it, got <laughs> it. We um, we like would be get we'd play dice and get fucked up on Tuesdays, Tuesday nights, and Wednesday nights, and Thursday nights. And Thursday nights, we all went to a bar in town called Shenanigans. I mean, everybody on the fucking that I knew used to go to that bar on Thursday nights when they were seventeen and eighteen and get fucking wrecked. That's crazy. Like yeah. it was no big deal. Wow. Uh, I mean Fridays that was uh, back bef- you know prior ownership a cup uh, was was a different story than it than it is it is now in terms of I mean I started working there when I was seventeen and didn't look back in fact the the bartender who I uh, you know was a it still is like a brother to to me and uh, he to enter to when I start my first day he came back with like a shot of jaeger a shot of uh rumples and, a, and another shot and he said knock him down and then so bing bang boom and then i it was like a quick little initiation he gave me a hug he said welcome motherfucker <laughs> and uh that's how that's how we rolled so um and not in a it turns out not in a, the best way i still love this kid um pray for him every day and, and i hope he's doing well i haven't seen each other in a while covid and and uh, he kind of moved away from town, but further than I did. Uh, and so just our distance is, is stretched, right? I was one way, he went the other. But yeah, I can't bring up his name, but because everybody's got a story with this guy. He was uh, 
he was a, a great guy to to party with and a and a and a really good friend um and uh you know probably battled some demons himself but uh who doesn't we the the point is 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 i was you know well, we like like we've jeff and i have said in the past we don't do much show prep uh right yeah. hey what time you want to what time you want to rock and roll yeah, and uh just gonna do this <laughs> all right and let's do it and and uh i've always kind of wanted to talk about the skim and i mean the skin the surface of of that college connection and when i realized things were different um and maybe one episode I can get into it into the deeper issues of because I think it was I think it's an important story to share. I know I don't think I know it's an important story to share uh, as we are on this mission of uh, vulnerability and and spreading hope because uh, college isn't all sunshine and fucking rainbows, man. I mean, there's a ton of fucking freshman suicides. Um, we went through that big time. Uh, my social network in college when. Um, one of our buddies uh, took his own life, and uh, we think about him to this day. And uh, I'll never forget his funeral um, because he was an only child, and that always stuck with me. Oh my gosh! And going to his funeral and hugging his mom and dad, and and he was an only child, and that that changes things, man. I, I it doesn't make it easier for anybody that loses a child i i don't know any i don't even want to talk to that subject because you don't know it till you go through it as, and and i believe that um i i've i've been around parents that have lost a child and and um you try to walk with them in their grief but you just can't you, it's it's impossible to get down that low um because you don't know the feeling from what they've educated me on right by listen just me being a listener like but I, I, that clicks uh, and going to that funeral, that's what, that's what I, I took back with me every, and I think about it often still. And that was 20 fucking 15 years ago, you know, um, and what a great, funny, fun kid this, this guy was, uh, and, and it, you're with him having a great time partying one night and the next day. And I'll never forget the day. Um, but, and not to be, to be labor, uh, really to honor him. He, you never know what people are fucking dealing with. We've talked about that on this show and, right. and in college, it really unleashes some shit for, and, and some pressures and it's dangerous for, for people that, um, Maybe have masked some mental health stuff. I don't know. It, it's just nuts. There's statistics out there that prove it. So it's not all sunshine and rainbows, like I said. Um, you know, there's all kinds of fucking sex shit uh, to put. I don't know how else to put it. Uh, there's people that, um, you know, you think, and it's the same thing with the, and, and that's tied with alcohol, and and you you leave. So I... This isn't a shot at my parents, but I, I kind of did things my own way in high school. Um, my old man was not a strict guy, and uh, maybe he was an enabler. Uh, now that I know what enabling is, but you know, he had his own shit, and I'll still make excuses for him because I'm fucking loyal as fuck to him. So I don't even want to go there, really. But mm-hmm. um, you know, and him and my mother had some uh, relationship issues, so there was uh, 
some back and forth from apartments to duplexes to, to different homes and they deal with their own shit. They didn't, I mean, they tried to maybe, especially my mom, to, to lasso me in or keep an eye on me, but I you know, just was a non, um, non-compliant, I guess, <laughs> to her wishes and orders. So by the time I got to school in Champaign, I had kind of already lived a um, a life where there wasn't uh, uh, strict rules and and you got to be home at this time and you can't leave at this time, things like that. So so parents that are super strict, I, I've noticed their kids, a lot of them, the kids get to school and it's like fucking here, you know. Time to run wild, yeah. Yeah. The chains are off, yeah. Uh-huh. And and with that comes overdoing it. Uh in my what I've noticed and then you see there's, you know, ODs and alcohol poisoning and um fucking a lot of sexual fucking assaults, man. It's not a pretty deal. And um and and and, and I used to say and justify the way that I lived in in high school that to when we got to school that we knew what we kind of knew what we were doing. Well, I mean, you know what you're doing. You know, we know how to be an idiot better, I guess. But right. it's not a really a badge of honor. But there is something to that. To that, and that's where it goes sideways. I think. Um, and this is just observation, right? I'm not making opinions off my own observations, and and a lot of times that starts there. The the whether it becomes becoming a drug addict or a full-blown alcoholic. You know, I was well on my way by the time I got to Champaign. Um, and and I bet there's a lot of people listening that can probably trace it back to this time. And um, and about a lot of people that listen in, maybe uh, I think we're up to nine now, Jeff. Um, I got a text yeah, earlier. I got, yeah, I got a text the other day saying podcast is killing it. I'm one of the six listeners. I go, well, actually, you're one of the nine because now yeah, look I count it. We found two more, <laughs> um, and now you're number three. But uh, people could may, might be able to to trace back to this time and 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 resonate. Or people can say I had a completely different high school and college experience, like Ashley. I'm sure because she was, you know. She never fucking smoked a cigarette in her life. Fucking dork. I make fun of her all day long. Um, nothing. That's... I mean, nothing. She has done nothing. She wow. hasn't smoked pot. She hasn't smoked a cigarette. Nothing. It's wow. unbelievable that this girl chose me. I'm fucking telling you, this is just, it. it it's like, it literally is God. Yeah. It's the impossible becoming possible that this dorky ass fucking bookworm school nerd <laughs> i bet that won her over didn't it beautiful <laughs> sweet kind most tender heart um and and like mother Teresa's soul that i've ever met in my life chose my derelict dirtbag fucking ass it's still this i mean i don't know if i'll ever be at the point where i'm not an an absolute like mes, absolutely fucking mesmerized at this at this impossibility becoming yeah. uh, a truth. Um, Love it, but I think there are people that will resonate with this with this flip and the and this um, 
phase in their life where it's high school to college and and maybe be able to trace back uh, the root of some issues dating back to um, those wings coming off, if you will, or chains, sure. like you said, being broken. And then, and then for those for those like me that it 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 really lasted until it became such a problem. Um, man, I was able to turn it around. I was able to take my life back. And I it's, uh, yeah, it's really kind of the irony of it, isn't it? Some people the chains are broken and they get to try that stuff and they just put the chains of something else right back on. This is what happens. That's fucking prophetic. <laughs> I should, You're I should right. have thought of a better way to say it. So it's very quotable. Um, we'll figure it out that I'll, 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 I'll turn it into one, man. That was yeah, write no, it, write it. That's super insightful that you couldn't be more right about that. Yeah. You, you, you break off the chains of, uh, and, and you replace them with, a lot yeah. worse a chains, tighter chains, and um, stronger pulling fucking chains. I get it, man. That's the way we should end this fucker. That was beautiful, and I think you're uh, you could be more right. Um, yeah, uh, uh, that's that's the that's the goal on on, on this topic for now. Um, was you know, there's hope, and if you're if you're going through that shit now. Um, you know, heaven forbid a teenager stumble upon this podcast, but uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, maybe if there are some college kids listening, um, <laughs> yeah, right. right. Uh, it it doesn't have to be like that. Um, at schools, and you don't, and, and if you if you find yourself um, losing the battle of of control with. Uh, you know, drugs, sex, or alcohol, it's, you can turn that around. It, it doesn't have to be that way, and there's hope. I, um, um, sitting here at, uh, 2,316 days since my last drink, and, um, and it, it, it amplified, uh, started in, in high school, it amplified in my early 20s, and it, and it came, um, crash into a fucking halt um, uh, just three months after my 30th birthday. And uh, and another thing, and, and, and I don't, this isn't, uh, you know, this take my advice or my, my words here about as serious as you take a fortune out of a fucking fortune cookie if you want and then add in bed afterwards. Um <laughs> For for some reason, when we're in our twenties, we we think that's the way it is. That we're finally an adult, and we don't change anymore. But that and it and it's such a fucking facade because, and what I tell people that that it, and it doesn't even it probably doesn't even connect, and it probably won't click a light on. But but let me give it the college try here. Pardon the pun. <laughs> when you were when you were Think back to when you were 10, if you're 20, are you a different person? Obviously you are in, in, in monumental ways. Well, I promise you, at, when you add 10 years, you're, things are going to be different. You're going to look, you're going to behave differently, you're going to think differently. 
You're going to have it so much. You're going to have life experience that changes your opinions that you're so fucking dogmatic about right now. Um, partying at whatever fucking party or bar is, is, that is what you live to do and it's the funnest thing in the world for you won't be um, in 10 years. Um, and when you live with that, with a little bit of forward thinking, a little bit of foresight, um, it, it, it it's helpful. I, I'm doing it now because I know that things are going to be different in 10 years from now. Like they way were different 10 years ago. Um, I, when I was 26, um, I was, I was a, uh, a fucking riot. And the and the and 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 maybe the, the the negative connotation of the word, and I have to bring it all home with Jeff's point. Plenty of fucking Facebook memories to remind me of that. I just commented on one from 2011, where I was liquored up and pissed off, and I was going to go kill every bully on the planet that fucked with the. Uh, uh, a child with autism. Oh, wow. Which I still stand by. Yeah. But it's not something that I would post or proud of the post. And just by commenting on that, people started to see it again. And I was like, I better delete this. And I said, no, I, I don't want to erase the past. It can come back and bite you, sure. But it's a good reminder for me. Yeah. That in 10 years from now, I might have another Facebook memory, Jeff. That makes me, if I if I hit OK or send or whatever the fuck button to to publish, that I might regret it in ten years from now. And I think that's where you're at um, with this <laughs> Facebook shit. Yeah, big time. You, it's the whole serenity prayer, brother. You 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 know, grant me the the serenity to accept the things I ca- I I cannot change. The uh, courage to change the things I can and then the wisdom to know the difference. You can control your Facebook input. Yep. And, and that w- you can replace Facebook with you can control your alcohol input. You can control if you're going to snort that fucking line off that stripper's ass. You can control that that needle and there are people that will help you with that so um with that uh i want to get off the pulpit here and uh because i brought him up um i want to say that um i'll never forget the day that i i met met your mom and dad at, at your funeral and the group of us that <clears throat> were were broken that day out of selfish sadness that you were no longer with us, but also because you were hurting that bad and we had no idea. Um, still care about you and your family like we did that day, and uh, I can promise you that. Um, so I just hope and pray that you hear this message now and um, are doing good upstairs and uh until we meet again um love you josh let us pray
If you're struggling or know someone that is, please, please have them check out our podcast and reach out to Chris or me. We want to listen and we're super eager to help. Pondoff Anonymous is Chris Pondoff and produced by me, Jeff Allen. Our music is Antihero by McCall and Gentle Waters by Wild Wonder. For more information, visit pondoffsanonymous.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you.